you've reached Miss Confidentiality, where a non-professional is professional advice. Hey lovelies, welcome to another episode of Miss Confidentiality. Now I must be honest, I got a pretty tough entry and I knew I had to get some strong ladies on so that I would have no sugar coating over the bullshit. So please welcome Z and AD who are the hosts of a podcast about nothing. Hey guys! Hey! Now as usual, I'd like to remind everyone that I am a master's student in counseling psychology and I use my platform to go over one or two entries each episode pertaining to lust or love. Never a fan of wasted time? Let the quickie begin. Alright, so today's entry is from Jamie living in Toronto, Ontario and is 23 years old. She writes, Hey Miss Confidentiality, before I ask my question, I'd like you to know that I've been with my boyfriend for almost a year now and I'm happy. The main reason I'm sending this message is because my friends were saying that it's not right that I stay in contact with guys I know like me and I was saying it's just fine. Because I'm not doing anything with any of them and I just keep them around for just in case. So I was wondering if you think there's anything wrong with having solid backup dudes because I feel like guys do this all the time which often leads to them accidentally cheating. Alright, so Z and AD, I'm going to throw it to you guys for your personal opinion. Okay, you you first, Z. Alright, so this is V. Um, I, it's a couple of things about that, about the message that you just read. Mm-hmm. It's... One, she said that this is the thing that leads to guys accidentally cheating. Mm-hmm. And two, she said she is keeping them around for the just-in-case. It's mm-hmm. like she's setting herself up for failure mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's You know that you wouldn't like it if your dude was to do it um, or your girl was to do it. Yeah. But you definitely wouldn't like it. And that just in case you're not giving your relationship a fighting chance because you're it's always you know subconsciously we do things right yeah and if you have that just in case in the back of your mind then it's bound to happen it's Mm. like the law of attraction it's if you say it if you do it it Mm. will happen come on tell So I don't think I had that mindset that I was keeping people around for backup because I felt people, I felt males cheat every now and then. I feel like I was doing it more for the reason you said um, with that. And I guess I was doing it more because I didn't necessarily feel like the relationship was secure. So you know how you're kind of like, well, you're not giving your relationship the the benefit of the doubt and like an, a fighting chance i guess i feel like i was doing it more because i wasn't secure enough in the relationship to even think it was going to go anywhere do you know what i mean like almost kind of yeah. waiting for the to drop i think that makes sense i mean I, that's understandable this is ad speaking by the mm-hmm. way um i personally feel like what i got from it well what i truly believe is that you're not with anyone until you are married Mm -hmm. so if somebody's not taking you seriously and they don't see that person in you you wouldn't feel the need Mm -hmm. or you shouldn't feel the need to be keeping other people around Mm -hmm. and that's also a sense of insecurity to me not just in your relationship but in yourself because if you have to keep people around Mm -hmm. 
because you feel like just in case, why can't you do it when you're finished with the relationship? Exactly. Why do you have to keep them around while you're still in it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's just my personal opinion. I don't. I don't think you need to have people around. One, I know I wouldn't be happy with mm-hmm. my partner doing this. Boyfriend, not boyfriend, whoever, whatever the titles that we give each other, mm-hmm. but. I have enough confidence in myself that if I need to keep people around, because one, the conversation would always be based off of us liking each other. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Like there, you aren't going to be talking about anything platonic. Everything is going to be flirting and mm-hmm. something that you feel like you can hide. But other than that, you know, it's just about a matter of how serious you are with the person mm-hmm. and how serious you take the person really. Yeah. I think for like, so for myself, and I do definitely agree with you in terms of, like, the the confidence. And I don't think necessarily it was confidence for my, in myself as much as I think it was confidence in the relationship, though. So I do agree that it was still something missing, essentially, right? Like, there was still something missing why I felt the need to do that. Yeah, I think for myself, I definitely... Yeah, like I was, I was saying, so for me, it wasn't necessarily not confidence in my self but it wasn't confidence in the relationship and I guess from me which I do agree with you that I don't think anybody would like this in any way shape or form but in my own brain to to convince myself it was okay essentially I was always very platonic with the people that I kept around and I think it was easy for me to do that because a we kind of live in that day and age where it's almost like finding a good girl is hard So I think that guys in general didn't mind keeping me around even though they weren't getting anything and like any benefits. It was like they didn't mind being benched like the like she might come back on the market type of people. And I because my the way my personality is, I I'm not like I'm a really noble like I don't. I don't really, I'm not really like the girl to mess around with, I guess you say, because I'll cut you off really quick and forget about you. So they always yeah. were able to kind of stay in the uh, the shadows, I guess you would say, in the relationship. But as you mentioned, like, I still do think there was a bit of that, like, you know what you're doing and I know what I'm doing. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, for me, also, I feel like, being that I am in my 20s still, mm-hmm. I'm 27 years old. So, mm-hmm. so most of my like high school days were spent with social media. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I noticed about social media is falsifying friendships and certain relationships mm-hmm. because it's just giving people access to you yep. that you probably wouldn't keep in contact with if you were never around them at a certain period of time. Like exactly. literally somebody from elementary school wrote me on Facebook yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I never would have talked to this person. You know, at this point, mm-hmm. so I feel like in my mind, I wouldn't have kept anyone around or I haven't thought to keep anyone mm-hmm. around because people are already kind of keeping up with each other yes. in general. So when I become single or free, I'm sure I'm going to let the internet know. Yeah. When does that single drop? Literally. Yeah. When I change the status on Facebook, people go crazy. But, you know, I just, I feel like it's different now. Mm-hmm. I can't speak for everybody, but I do feel like social media plays a part. Like, Hey, you can just keep them on Instagram or keep them on Facebook. You don't have to have them in your phone and sneak them from your partner mm-hmm. or something like that. They, they're double tapping your pictures anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I, what you said before, you know, hit it right on the head. I think age does play a big part in it. You know, I'm a little older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm married with three kids, mm-hmm. but I definitely do 
remember back in the day not really letting go of certain relationships mm-hmm. and with her being 23 and all those other things I think for for anyone mm-hmm. but also it, it becomes a certain part in your life to where you're not just dating for fun at 23 years old you are you yeah. know at least I or you should be you know mm-hmm. go go have a good time you know and and explore the world and all the other things but at some point you date with intentions Mm -hmm. of hopefully marriage and children you know um or just to be in a committed relationship Mm -hmm. so i i think that that plays a big part in it what ad said definitely plays a big part of in its social media Mm -hmm. again i the falsifying friends relationships exes anybody mm-hmm. can double tap your picture mm-hmm. it's all in what you do with that relationship outside of social media no, not also- to, not to put like not to put your business on blast or anything but just because you mentioned you're married of course with children now do you feel like you can remember or recall uh age or even like a space in your relationship where you were like of course I don't know the the your husband I don't know if that happened with your husband but do you recall kind of when you were able to let that go like that just kind of like that I guess we could say even childish behavior of like the backup people kind of just let them go like it's no longer they're no longer in your brain in that category that's a great question oh thank you and actually, I remember exactly when I <laughs> put childish games aside. <laughs> it was actually when I uh, started talking to my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we did the whole talking back and forth thing. And he said, you know, would you be my girlfriend? It was, mm-hmm. it was very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I basically said, hold on. I got a couple of things I need to do first. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I got a couple of things I need to do first because I, you know, I was out there having a good time doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I had a, you know, just some people. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I, I thought you meant chores. I thought you were like finishing up your chores and like stuff like that. Okay, we're talking about people. No, 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 no. I, had, well, I had to finish some relationships, <laughs> some some friendships, and some uh, people that I had on hold for just in case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, when that happened is when I kind of started to cut people off mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I actually told them, I think I found the one so mm-hmm. we can no longer do what we're doing. <laughs> oh my Literally goodness. just like that. Well, at least, um, kudos to you for being straightforward. Cause I'm like, I'm definitely queen ghost. Like, I, <laughs> like I would, cause I'm, I actually, so um, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, but I wasn't on social media, like for the last, since high school, pretty much, I've never really been big on social media. So I didn't have accounts for like two years and I got an Instagram account then I tried it for like a year and a half and then I ghosted for like two years and then I got back on it because of this podcast so I've never had to like I've never got the full pull of social media you know what I mean so I I feel like I was ghosting people and it was easy because I wasn't actually on like line so they weren't able to contact me or do any of that but I'm I'm a I'm a poor follow-upper is what I like to say I've had a few people and I, I do this weird thing where it's like I don't 
tell you it's like I don't tell you what it happened I kind of just like disappear almost and then by the time I come back you're like were we ever even a thing like so then they don't really bring it up because they kind of feel uncomfortable because I didn't really give them a reason why like I just kind of like was busy like I I don't know like suddenly it's five months oh hey how are you doing like how I am like I, I've had the exact same thing but I realized that people always come back mm-hmm. so you have to kind of gain that being stern about certain things it's like I've trust me V knows I'm yeah. queen ghost as well must be princess over here she is queen blocker she will block me too my blocker is very long very extensive I promise you but they always come back that's what I noticed they always come back and then you'll eventually have to have those serious conversations with yeah. the same people yeah yeah yeah, I'm still, I'm still, in a, I'm still avoiding a few, but I, I feel like they've all actually have come back, and it's like I just don't know if I'm ready yet to have the conversation. So I kind of like, it's like we're catching up, and then it's like, so what? Uh, woo, there I go again. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, this is V again. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's like I was talking to, it was we were also friends Mm -hmm. it wasn't just like a hookup you know we had built a a friendship Mm -hmm. not necessarily a relationship Mm -hmm. but we had built a friendship to where I at least owed them that that much much because you know before before my husband Mm -hmm. I again I was very good with just not talking to you again and fine with it Mm -hmm. but because the relationships were there um, or the friendships were there. Mm-hmm. I think I owed them that much. And again, like AD said, they still are on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, Snapchat, and they comment and they comment, "Oh, your 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 family's so beautiful, so happy mm-hmm. for you." And it's you know, and yeah, it's it's that respecting. Also, uh, a, you know, my husband knew a lot of the people because my husband and I went to middle and high school together. Oh, and wow. it was years later that we got together. So, you know, he knew we, we are all from the same area, mm-hmm. you know, so he knew ex-boyfriends and stuff like that. He was friends with some of them. So I think that that is also what made mm-hmm. our transition for me anyway, really easy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, first of all, you're making me look kind of bad, because I'm friends with a lot of these people, and I'm still yet to, <laughs> I'm still yet to have that conversation with them, but, um, no, I definitely, like, I don't, so, I guess my question to you then, because you've now successfully, I guess, taken them off the bench, do you, and it's, I get, like, you're married, so you're, I know, but it's, like, I'm, I almost want to ask, like, do you think it's possible to put these people into that space of, like, this is platonic and you are now only a friend and you no longer are an option? Like, is it even possible if somebody is interested in you, not necessarily the other way around, but to put them in that category and them not kind of feel like a maybe, but if, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So just so I understand, put them in a friendship category. Yeah, me. yeah, because I'm thinking for her even because, like you said, for you, they they were friends essentially. So you didn't necessarily have a reason to cut them out of your life completely, but you had to put them into a, a the category of just friend. Like you're no longer 
friends with benefits or friends with a maybe, like you're just a friend. So I'm just thinking for her, if she is with these guys that she's keeping around as backup, quote unquote, if these guys are friends of hers, is it possible for her to put them back in that category of friends and leave it at that with no no backup, no maybes, just simply you were, went from maybe dude to just friend? Um, I think it depends on where she is in her life. Mm-hmm. And, and again, there's a big difference between a friend and a social media friend. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, these, the, the guys that I was once talking to, I would pick up the phone and call them. Mm-hmm. Their numbers are no longer in my phone. At least mm-hmm. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, even if it was, you know, I, I wouldn't begin to know, but a social media friend is, oh, a comment on a picture mm-hmm. every once in a while and a double tap. Mm-hmm. A friend is where you pick up the phone. And, and it also depends on what type of friend these guys are. Mm-hmm. It, it, is she picking up the phone calling and telling them her problems yeah. that she's having with her boyfriend, good or bad? Mm-hmm. Like that's when you cross that line. That's so true. I didn't even think of that really, and that's actually really true. It's like, what are, what, how, how involved are they in your relationship? We know they're, we know that you're not doing anything with them, like you said, and I, um, Jamie, we know you're not doing anything with them, but how much are they involved in your relationship that you might not even notice? Because you, I do, I, I agree with that too. Is like if you're letting people know who are interested in you, essentially, all your problems, you know, like or updates on your relationship. I think that is, uh. A great area. Just, yeah, it, it opens up Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a female, female friend, if it's a male, male friend. Mm-hmm. I think as far as a relationship goes, unless y'all decide to go to the pastor or a counselor, mm-hmm. that needs to stay within your relationship. Mm-hmm. No one else needs to know about that. So it also depends on or friendship she has with these other dudes. And mm-hmm. And when you put in there, just in case, yeah, it just, it, it's, it's a red flag. You mm-hmm. know, I just, I don't, I don't agree with it at all. Mm-hmm. I'm also at a different point in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't always, I wasn't always here, you exactly. know? So I think I would also just say that I don't know if they're, uh, so the thing is too, I, and I think it plays on that piece of, like you, I think sometimes people like the thought of knowing that, you know, if this doesn't work out, somebody will be there type of thing. And I think for myself, when I was younger, it was the thought of it. So even if this doesn't work out, it was easier for me to deal with that because I had people lined up essentially to distract me and go back on dates. And like, you know what I mean? Like kind of like, it was like you go over single, then your relationship was like, right as you're in that relationship, you're back to the free stake. Like it was like, no, no in between, no pause. And it was easier for me to deal with it. than I think going out of a relationship, like people I know, and then like, you having nobody essentially there because you cut off all, all these dudes and then you kind of have to like build it back up almost. So I think for me, it was like a security blanket. But even with that said, as you're saying backup dudes, most of these, most of the guys that I had as my backup dudes, quote unquote, I would not want to be with them long term. You know what I mean? Like it was like, if I wanted to be with them long term, I would have been with them. So it's like, are they really a backup dude? Or like like backup food, maybe? Because that's all I was really going to like get out of them. <laughs> backup food, I like that. It also puts 
and to my mind that it, it's it's an attention thing mm-hmm, exactly like uh, appreciating the attention because if because they are backup dudes there's some attraction there mm-hmm. both ways right and you already have established that because you know that if anything happens in my current relationship exactly. i can jump to him him tim or jim yeah right <laughs> so if, if that's the case you've already established some type of mm-hmm. of attraction and it could be that the attention is just yep. what she is craving not necessarily to have them as fallback dudes because exactly. everybody likes attention look at aisha curry yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't come for her <laughs> everybody wants some attention <laughs> You know, and so I, that could also be the case. Uh, you, we don't know because we're not with her talking mm-hmm. to, you know, while she, you know, to understand or to be in in their conversations. Exactly. But you know that, yeah. But this, this is something AD missing. Again. Go but ahead, I think AD. About it like this. I don't know why this analogy just popped into my head, but it's almost like a savings account, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a savings account. You know, I like me some money. <laughs> If you have a savings account and you're one of those people who constantly transfer them over to your checking, which is mm-hmm. your everyday life, me doing all the time, yeah. So you're kind of having to touch back to base. But if mm-hmm. you keep your savings where it is, in a year from now, it will still be your savings account with whatever there is in there. Mm-hmm. If you let go of your backup dues and have that serious conversation, they'll still be there. They True. don't necessarily need that everyday conversation. True. Even if you do want to add more to your savings, subtract from your savings. I'm loving this analogy. Whatever you decide to do. Yeah, whatever you decide to do, but it will always be there. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't necessarily get rid of, like, I would say people who have the opportunity to take from you when you are willing to give them the relationship, the time of day, Mm. the people that you've established that relationship with, or if they are her friends, as she says, or as she calls them, Mm -hmm. they'll always be there. If they're not in their situation of their own, but for the most part, I think so. Like, you don't have to communicate with somebody or keep them abreast of your whole situation. As B was saying, like, nobody, your relationship is no one's business. Mm -hmm. But if there are true backups and you want to have that, hey, let's keep it platonic for the time being, they'll Mm -hmm. be waiting for you a year down the line, two years down the line, three years down the line. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, and I, I would even add to that is just on the flip side of things, obviously we know that she was having this conversation, I'm assuming, with her girlfriends or guy friends who don't know the boyfriend, I would assume. But something to keep in mind, um, Jamie, is the fact that these guys who are your backup dudes, if you are if you are interested in them, right? Because, like, you are not me. So if you are interested in these backup guys and would want to see a future with any of them, something to keep in mind is, like, they have now seen you do this to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, that's always, a, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's it's like the whole side chick thing, right? It's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's fun in games and it's fine. Like, do you, boo-boo. But when you decide to go from side chick to main chick, these people don't forget how you were able to behave, right? Like, <laughs> like it's, I think it's the same thing with this. It's like, you, you could do that and these guys might be, kind of like i said like you might like literally having a very safe conversation that if your boyfriend was to find there really wasn't nothing for him to really put you know there was really nothing not enough juice there i guess for it to be a problem but it's like you and whoever you're communicating with 
essentially kind of know what's happening. So it's like the moment you decide to make them your boyfriend, let's say in the future, like homeboy is going to be looking at you crazy because he knows what you're doing because you did this with him. So it's always like one of those things to think about when you're saying backup dude or trying to transfer people into different positions is like, he's not going to forget who you were six months ago when you were dating some other guy. Whereas I think it's important that you mention that is like you putting somebody to the side and if somebody's interested in you, whether you're single or a relationship, they're going to be interested in you unless they find somebody essentially, you know? So it won't change that if you guys end up, this relationship falls through and you decide to go back on the market. That guy who was interested, he's going to still be there. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm a believer in that. He will still be there. Mm-hmm. And if anything, will have more respect for you when you do exactly. come back around because you were able to cut him off. Exactly. Like said, so. Yeah. So, uh, Jamie, you're only 23, so live your life. But <laughs> exactly. Don't don't get I, I 100% back up what AD said earlier. You're not in a true relationship, mm-hmm. or you don't need to be in a committed relationship mm-hmm. until you're married. And mm-hmm. married comes in many many different forms. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, having a ring. It's not. It's just you, God, and a witness, if yeah. that's what you believe. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think for Jamie at 23, honey, go travel the world, yeah. go to the bodega down the yeah. street, <laughs> you know, take long walks to the convenience store by yourself and with different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. And do that, but do that as an honest person. And like I said, I, uh, mm-hmm. yes. yes, yes, yes. Treat people yeah. the way you want to be treated. And if you're in this relationship... And you know that in the back of your mind or in Mm -hmm. the front and in your heart Mm -hmm. that you would have a problem. Mm Because most females would have an issue with, you know, your your boy having conversations with just in case females. Oh, no, don't, Mm -hmm. you know, treat treat him the way you want to be treated or leave him alone. Yeah, and I always say to guys, so I guess I would say, I should say to you, it's only fair, is like, I always say to guys, if you have to kind of do all these games and dances in order for people to kind of do what you need them to do, you're not as bad as you think you are, because there's a lot of people out there who could be honestly straightforward with people in a situation and they still are going to want to orbit around them just because they're that dope. So it's always something to keep in mind is like, if you are honestly that dope, you are able, you're going to be able to put people on the shelf and when you're good and ready, take them off and be all honest and transparent with everything that you're doing. Um, as a professional, uh, as I mentioned, I think it's just a poor comparison in terms of the two questions. And I think it's more about, you know, it, it depends on the individual you're dating with, of course. If you both are doing this to each other, right? Like if you and your your partner both want to have these backup dudes and, and everybody's on board with it, then I don't think there's anything wrong with it and, and to each their own. But I would say that it can become problematic, obviously, because it it goes back to that easy escape. It goes back to that grass is greener on the other side. And I know you mentioned you're happy now, and I hope that that remains. But I think it's something to think about when things get a little bit more complex, right? Like you're only about a year in, and baby girl, you got years to go. So it's like, (laughs) 
you know, like when those when those bills and that debt starts hitting, it's a lot harder for you to stay um, on track and kind of stay committed to somebody when somebody is always right beside you showing you how fun it could be over here. So it's just something to think about for the future. And I would honestly just double check with your own security in the relationship, as I mentioned earlier, is like just making sure that you're actually as secure in it as you think you are, because it's not necessarily quote unquote normal for people to kind of have a whole bunch of backup dudes for a just in case if they feel like what they have going on is solid and prospering and thriving and all those good things. Um, but essentially, as I said, it just depends on you and, and really it something you, you should consider. And I always tell people to consider is being realistic about the consequences is if he found out about this, right? Is like, is the, are these backup dudes worth possibly losing him? You only know that answer. You only know whether he's going to stay or go. But if it's a chance of him leaving because he finds out that this is what you're doing or this is the behavior engaged in, engaging in, just make sure those backup dudes are worth losing somebody that you have something good going on with for a just in case. I just want to thank you Z and AD for coming on. Um, actually re- so much fun. Like I forgot that I didn't sleep all day today. <laughs> <laughs> this was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And can you let us know where we can find a podcast about nothing um, in terms of listening in as well as find you guys on social media platforms? Yep, so we stream on all podcast platforms, um, Anchor, mm-hmm. uh, Apple, mm-hmm. Spotify, anywhere you can find a podcast. It's a podcast about nothing, and it's the a podcast about underscore is our logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on social media, uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and it's a podcast at a podcast about thank you ladies now for everyone else i just want to remind you that you can find miss confidentiality's podcast on all major platforms and don't forget to follow me on twitter facebook and instagram where i conduct the serial committer survey which always has somebody up in arms and if you have an entry of your own please email me at misconfidentiality with two y's at gmail.com or just dm me like everybody else bye lovelies (laughs) Oh, <laughs>